dude, Doja, straight up, can you not look at me like I'm a fucking dumbass? <laughs> the problem is, like, with Doja's resting bitch face that she has, she either looks like she's pissed off at you or that she's judging you so hard. I'm getting bombastic side eye right now. <laughs> oh, good heavens. It is a different time that I'm filming, too, so I wonder if we'll see the activity level from the Doge. We'll see what happens. I don't know, you know, who fucking knows? It's She's going to get feral in a second. You'll hear jingling and you know what the deal is. But hi, hello. Welcome to the Feral Cow Bitch Podcast. It's your host, Lacey Evans. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It feels weird to do that. I feel like you know you know why you're here. <laughs> you know why. Um, Again, thank you guys so much. I know it's so annoying because I talk about it all the time, but thank you so much for the love and support. I've been getting a lot of really great feedback, which I love. I'm actually going to go to my... DMs right now because I wanted to talk about just some really nice, like a lot of people have just said really nice things. Um, some people are excited because they want me to do like video so they can see Doja. I definitely do eventually want to get to video, but I think it will take some time just because I don't know the ins and outs. And also like the place I'm recording is such a just, it might've looked semi-decent <laughs> on the pictures I posted on Instagram, but literally it's just a random corner in my room that I was like, I guess I can shove shit there. <laughs> so I'm just in this chair sitting here talking to y'all. Doja runs around, does what she wants to do. But I do think that video podcasts are fun. And I know for a lot of people, I can be similar. Sometimes I'm really cool with just listening to a podcast. And then there's other ones that I really do like having the visual as well. So don't you worry. But like I said, just give me time. Okay. I, got, I take time to learn technology. Okay. <laughs> but I did get this DM. And it says, love your pod, especially all the commentary on men slash dating apps. I'm 43 and did quite a bit of online dating through OkCupid when it first came out in the late 2000s. None of my friends were into it and thought it was crazy, but I had real good time between actually meeting and dating some really cool dudes and that I'm still friends with today and the absolutely entertaining and unhinged profiles and things men think they can say in chats. Lord child shoe. <laughs> I love your Instagram reels and think you're hilarious. AF and snow in the cattle are a plus. Never dreamed I'd love your pot as much as I do. Keep it up. She said, not anonymous, dot, dot, dot. Your fearless follower, Taylor from in Lexington, Kentucky. Taylor, thank you so much. I love you. Okay. I love you. Not in a weird way, though, I promise. <laughs> um, there was one. Oh, my God. Where is it? Did I screenshot it? Somebody sent me. Oh, yes. Okay. So I don't know if this person wants to be anonymous or not because they didn't verify. And like I said, if you ever want to submit something, you can go to the Feral Cow Bitch Pod. That's my Instagram. You can DM me. Or there was a renowning. That's it. Is that the word? Dude, sometimes I am so educated and other times I do shit like that. But there was an astounding, we'll use that one instead, amount of people who wanted an email just for the podcast. So the podcast email is tellthefcb at gmail.com. I will put it in the description as well. But you can send me any kind of email that you want. You can send me unhinged men's profiles, whatever you want to do. Okay, no dick pics. I've had that happen before. Okay, somebody sent a dick pic to my business email. I swear to God, I will find a way to report you for that. <laughs> no dick pics. I swear to God. But anyway, just please tell me if you want to remain anonymous or not, because if you don't specify, I'm going to keep you anonymous because I would never want to share somebody's story without their permission um, and then also tie their identity to it because some people don't want them people to know. And that's totally valid. But this person said, hi, I've been loving the podcast. It's so unhinged. Thank you. That is the best compliment. OK, that is the best one. Unhinged is how I would explain it. I have so many wild dating stories. One that sticks out. I was early into using Tinder. I go out with a man and let him pick me up at my house. Don't do that. Very mid 2010s dating dangers. <laughs> All is well. This man had some weird energy, but I don't know. Maybe he's just nervous. He's visibly tatted. So I compliment a tattoo on his arm. He tells me it's inspired by a Tinder date who stabbed him. <laughs> I didn't get to find out about number two and three. And he asks, oh, I oh want, want to see my chest tattoo. I have a pic. And I agree. This man whips out his phone proudly, full frontal mirror pic, rock hard dick. <laughs> she said, I was in shock. I couldn't even tell you what the tattoo was. His dick was below average. He was a very large man, six foot five-ish. The bartender is catching up what is happening, flies in to see how things are going and <laughs> I asked him if that approach usually works. And this man says, yeah, you don't like it. And st started to get very mad. This man was unhinged. I'm sorry. I feel like I read that wrong. So my apologies. I feel like I was just like, uh, 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 
But anyway, um, but yeah, just a lot of people really enjoying the podcast, which I greatly appreciate because I, I'm having so much fun straight up. That's the thing. It's like, I have so much fun doing this podcast. So I'm very glad that you guys enjoy it as well. Um, is this another, oh, this one was funny. Well, this one's not funny, but I do love this because this person said, Hey, Lacey, been an avid listener of your podcast and just wanted to say, I'm loving it. We don't agree on everything, but I can't help but love the way you express yourself. Your podcast makes me feel empowered and loved. I love that. Especially, I especially enjoy the part where you talk about online dating. It makes me laugh so hard. You're the best. Thank you so much. And also I love the comment of like, we don't agree on everything. Cause that's the thing. And that's the thing I wish people would like really think about in the world because I feel like we're so hell-bent on being one way or the other like I feel like the most division like the most division is like Democrat versus Republican and so you know there are extremists on both ends every group of people has extremists and they're always the fucking loudest and it sucks because there's a lot of really great people in those categories they just get outshined by the crazy ones and people only hone in on the crazy ones you know if that makes sense so like for instance a lot of times i get very frustrated with vegans in my comments because they just they spew misinformation and they just they will not let me have a conversation they just immediately think I'm a murder like a terrible piece of shit human and yada 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 and it's like you can't go your life with that mindset you cannot just be out here like oh I I am right you are wrong and I'm not even going to respect you enough as a human being to hear your side because you're fucking stupid that's what you're saying essentially and that is not okay it's the same way that with politics it's a, like it's all that okay so it's really refreshing to hear that like yeah I get it you're not going to agree with me on every single thing and that's totally fine but if we can still respect each other as human beings and coexist I think that's all we're trying to do you know that's all we're trying to do I, some of my f closest friends don't have the same exact political views as me and that's okay because it just you know they all suck in my opinion like I hate when people are like you're a fucking president and I'm like fun fact he's all of our president Okay. You don't get to just be like, he's not mine, bitch. You still pay taxes. So fuck off with that energy. <laughs> but it's like, Hey, guess what? We didn't want him either. We're just, we're constantly just given the, which one's the lesser of two evils. And I'm t what I want literally, I don't genuinely, this sounds bad, but I don't care what their fucking political views are. If there was just somebody under the age of 60, I'd vote for them. <laughs> I would, because I'm sick and tired of geriatric fucking old men controlling the government. I can't stand it. So that's my take. <laughs> and that's on that. <laughs> After I've just had my, you know, rant, we're going to get into some podcast. We're going to get into stuff. I did talk about, um, obviously, last episode, we got into some of the unhinged Tinder stories I have, and we talked about the big dick boys, which is just still just such a crazy phenomenon that happened in my life. Um genuinely don't know how to explain it oh I do want to this person commented and since it's publicly on my profile I don't feel like she would care that I say her name because she commented publicly but she said <laughs> it made me laugh so hard this girl said Brit underscore flow said not me checking your math on the big dicks <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny I thought that was so hilarious just somebody genuine because that's some nerdy shit I would do like well let me actually check your math because is the math math and you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I will tell you the 6k dick story in this episode. Of course, I don't want you guys to think that we are not going to discuss that because baby, we are I told you about it last time, I would never tease you and then not give that to you. That is just disrespectful. So we will talk about that. The first thing I wanted to talk about, though, was something that kind of came to my mind, I will say, I heard like, I did get inspired a little bit from the Do We Know Them podcast because they were kind of talking about it in different aspects, but I am so sick of TikTok feeling like QVC and this TikTok shop because it is fucking ruining the experience for everybody. Now, listen, I am an influencer, okay? I fully understand that it sounds, it might sound a little bit silly coming from me because I am somebody who has not only done brand deals, but I have like signed contracts to do brand deals in the future. And it's a great extra way to make income. Like I'm trying to really get my house built this year and I need a down payment and I'm not out here making 20, $30,000 a month. Like that's just not how I'm operating as an, as an influencer. So I, I still make a pretty normal uh, income, you know, and I have a lot of dependents. Um, cows are expensive. So <laughs> maybe that's why I don't feel like I make as much money, but 
I have taken a few brand deals that I'm really excited about because it's either companies I've already worked with, like a couple of companies have come back to work with me again, and or it's companies who I look into, because I do, I really do look into companies. So I'll tell you my thought process and everything. So if I'm getting the brand deals myself, because I do have a management team, but a lot of times uh, companies will go through Instagram or like DMs like that. And so if a company emails me and they're like, hey, we'd love to work for you, with you. First thing I do is check out their video, like I check out their website. What is the product? Is it something that I could use? And is it something that I'm willing to put my name behind? Cool. Okay. Then I look at inclusivity. What's the size range? Because if I'm going to sell something and you can't sell to all body types, immediately no. And then I just like to make sure that they have a decent moral and ethic code. It's hard to find that from things, but like, I like to see some inclusivity when it comes to different kinds of bodies and different colored bodies. And it's nice to see those kind of things. But I really do my due diligence, if you will, because I really, like one of the biggest compliments I get is that people trust me and people know that I'm not just taking any brand deal. Like I did have some people that kind of got upset because I'm working with Meow Mix. I'm not promoting their cat food. I'm promoting their video game. <laughs> so they're like, well, Meow Mix is just not really a good food and blah, blah, blah. And we already went on that tangent. So I'm not going to talk about dog and cat food again, but I'm like, baby, it's a video game. <laughs> it's not the food. But anyway, um, but something that really pisses me off is that with the TikTok shop, people are going around the FTC guidelines and like kind of sneaking and snaking their way into not having to disclose. And that pisses me off. Because if there's one thing I will do is I will make sure that I tell you if a video is sponsored, if a video, if you know, if my opinion also comes with I'm getting compensated for this opinion as well. I'm never you're never going to see me sit down and be like, Oh, my God, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever said. Oh, my God, damn, what? like, there's a lot of companies that I really fuck with. I'm actually really excited because I might be working with a company that I have raised about on this very podcast and that's cool and like that's something I'm really excited about because I genuinely fucking love that company but it is so frustrating that a lot of these creators are just fucking not listening to rules at all but if I like I said if I get sent something free I will usually disclose that because sometimes companies will just send you stuff with the hopes that you'll make a video or do something and if it's a company I really like, or if it's a small business, a lot of times I do make a video. So I usually put in the caption somewhere like not sponsored, but I did get sent this for free. That way you, you know, you know the difference. I will say there was one brand deal I did last year and I'm very upset because it was the company and it made me very uncomfortable, but they wanted to do workarounds to not have to have the branded toggle. And that pissed me off. And I told my management team from then on out, I said, I will never do this again. I'm not mad at you guys, but I will never do this again. If, if there is a video where I am physically getting paid, there will always be the branded content toggle period, because I never want that to be a question. I want people to always know if I got physically paid for a video. And it, I can't even remember what company it was, and I don't want to shit on them. I'm trying to remember, because I know it was one specific brand deal I did, where they were like, oh, you can put blah, blah, blah partner, like hashtag blah, blah partner, and then you don't have to do the branded content to toggle because it's there in that thing. I'm like, no, no, I, this doesn't feel right. I don't know all the legal, but this doesn't feel right. And it just is very frustrating to see people do it because it just gives influencers a bad rap. It gives influencers a bad name. And it's why people don't trust influencers. And it's why it's hard for us to be able to do brand deals because I don't think people understand that brand deals are a huge way a lot of creators make money and are able to do it and make content. So like I have changed my thought process completely. So a lot of my mutuals on TikTok, if I see, or Instagram, anywhere, if I see something is a, is an ad or it is sponsored, I will always try to like and comment to boost it because I get it. Like you, there's a lot of genuine people who are like, I like this company. I want to work with them. And I feel confident putting my name on this. And then they do it. And a lot of people are like, Oh, and it's just like, dude, this is how they make content full time. Some like, you know, a lot of the apps don't pay that well. So Branded content is really beneficial and very lucrative. Hey, my sound is off. <laughs> anyway, sorry guys, but it's because my freaking laptop. But anyway, like I said, that is the thing that really aggravates me. It really grinds my gears because a lot of influencers are doing it, especially with the TikTok shop, because there's like this little workaround. Because what happens is you buy something through the TikTok shop and then you can like review it with making a video and then it's 
eligible for commission. So then the company can swoop in and then pay you for the video after the math. So technically it is branded and technically you were making, like, obviously you made that video more positive in the hopes that the company would do exactly what they just did. So just, no, I don't like the TikTok shop. I don't, I bought like a couple things from it and they aren't bad. It's not like I got bad product, but I just don't like how it has made creators in the space because I, f every fifth video I feel like is an ad or it's something for that. And like, I, I just, I don't like when it's, this is the best fucking thing I've ever used ever in my entire life. It's like, is it? Cause I think that's just a fucking mascara. And for the most part, they all do about the same goddamn thing. <laughs> so something I thought about doing was I wanted to make a video where I was just like, listen, I'm going to review shit and I just want to review it for you. That's it. Like I don't, I'm not in here to make money from these brands. I'm not in here to do anything. If these brands do eventually reach out to me, you guys will always know, but I want to be a brutally honest reviewer. That's not problematic like Jeffree Star because then everyone goes to him and I'm like, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. So I thought about doing that because I am somebody who, even if I started making a decent amount of beauty videos, I still don't think beauty companies are going to reach out to me because my page is so aggressively ag and cows. I don't think it would happen because I don't get a lot of PR. I remember Selena Spooky Boo. Um, she made a video uh, stitching this one creator because this creator had like 56 PR boxes that were only for like a couple weeks and they were getting ready to go through them. And Selena's like, guys, I have 23 million and I have not this is not anywhere near, like, just understand that this is not every influencer, you know? And I think it's because a, a lot of influencers, and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm not judging anybody, but a lot of influencers reach out themselves and put themselves on PR lists because there's not too many times that company, I mean, they do, but like most of the time it's either a creator or their management team reaching out on behalf. Um, and then, or like I said, I think a lot of it is heavy beauty because I know that like, the beauty community specifically gets a hell of a lot of PR and it's insane. And I don't ever want that. I've always told people I'm not upset that I don't get PR. I get a few things, a few free cool things every now and then. And that's really awesome. And I'm very grateful because obviously it's free. And if I don't use it, I give it to friends, family, whatever. But I hate the amount of waste that is in PR, especially because the PR packages, because I've gotten some of the more elaborate PR packages. And I'm like, did we really need to waste this much cardboard? Like this just, I'm not the greenest bitch out there, but I do care about our environment. And I'd like to, you know, not do bad shit to it. And it just seems a little silly to have all of this for just this tiny product, but whatever. So it's just, ugh. but I, that what I'm getting to with that is I don't think I would be added to a lot of PR lists because I don't care. I don't want to get free makeup. I don't care. Like, yeah, would it be cool for the first like couple weeks of like, wow, I'm getting all this free makeup and I don't have to buy it. Yes, it would. But it would get real old, real fucking fast. And I have too much anxiety for me to have to deal with that many packages coming to my PO box, having to check it all. The no. So I'd be like, no one put me on their PR list. I just want to buy things that people want me to try. And it doesn't have to just be makeup either. I would be down to trying clothes, hair stuff, like anything really. And it's not because I think I have just an amazing sense of fashion or any of that. I just, I just want to be honest with y'all because I think there's a lot of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Inauthenticity, if you will. And it really aggravates me because it just aggravates me because these people, the FTC needs to come for you. The FTC needs to come for your ass because every time I post a brand deal, I'm sick. I'm sick. Cause I'm like, did I do this right? Did I do that right? Did I? Thank God. That's the best. That's like one of the biggest reasons why I like having a manager because they know that legal end and they know all that stuff. Cause I'm over here. I'm just, I don't know. Is this right? Am I going to get in trouble? It's like why I don't do my own taxes and I pay a guy. I could probably do my own taxes. Yeah. But I'm terrified of tax evasion. And I feel like since I pay a guy, I'm like, if they come for me, I'm gonna be like, you need to talk to him. <laughs> he did it, <laughs> which I know that's not how that works, but in my brain, it makes sense. So that is the nice thing about having a manager is because then they can you know, concur and be like, Oh, no, this is okay. This is the way that this will work. You're not going to get in trouble. And I'm like, I feel like I could like that one brand. God, I hated that they wanted to do that. They're like, we just, you know, when it has the branded toggle, it doesn't do as well. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. That's every fucking brand deal. 
usually they don't do well because it's branded content. <laughs> but anyway, that is something that has really just grinded my fucking gears. And I just wanted to talk about it for a second because it's obviously very involved. I don't really know if that would consider the she's chronically online, but maybe, maybe it is. But anyway, my next topic I wanted to talk about is something that, again, I love this podcast because every time I'm over there considering making a video about something and then I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's really a video worthy. I'm like, but I'm gonna fucking talk about it on the podcast <laughs> because... I had this guy, this, it, there was two separate reasons to bring up, but <laughs> I just rewinded myself if you're wondering what that noise was, but it was two instances of two different men spewing the same weird shit. And I was like, I'm going to talk about this because I think this is bogus. So I was hanging out with this guy a while ago, probably like a month or so ago. And you know, cool, whatever, we were talking, what what have you. And he is asking about my tattoos because unfortunately, like, I just, I have a lot, you know? And so he was asking about them and he thought they were cool. He's like, I don't have any tattoos. Honestly, I'm kind of scared. I don't like needles and I feel like it would just hurt. And I was like, yeah, they do hurt. I mean, it's needles going into your body, but you know, you can get through it. It's really not the end of the world. He was just, oh, I don't know. I feel like it would just be really hard and they would hurt a lot and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, again, like I... I do agree. Like they, I mean, it's not always fun. There's some places that have really sucked, but I really enjoy them. And so I, I, you know, you kind of endure it. And, but I brought up, I was like, if you ask any tattoo artist though, they will tell you that women sit way better for tattoos than men. He was like, really? I said, yes. Any tattoo artist you ask will tell you women just sit better for tattoos than men. So he's, at first I thought he was on our side. Because he says, well, I guess, like, you guys do give birth and stuff, um, which is obviously crazy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, king. But then he has to add a but. He's like, but I feel like men are stronger in the ways of we could take a punch better. You know, like, we're, we can take a hit. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not body shaming in any way, shape, or form because I let this man hit <laughs> My mom was like, you have a podcast? I said, don't fucking listen to it. <laughs> don't you dare fucking listen to it. But again, I'm not sh body shaming this man. Again, short kings. I've, you know what I'm saying. But I just want you to get the picture. That's all I want, okay? That's all I want from this. This man was 5'7", if that. We were almost eye to eye and I'm 5'4", okay? And he was a very just naturally slim man. Can't control that probably has a high ass metabolism. I'm a little jelly, but he was just a smaller frame man. So genuinely, I think he probably only weighed 130, 140 max. Okay. I am 220 pounds of brick shit house and muscle. You look me in my eyes. <laughs> look at you. Look at me, then look back at yourself. And you tell me that if the same person punched you and I, you're going to take it better. <laughs> Motherfucker, I take hits from cows, literal cows, every fucking day almost. Because even though they don't mean to, they're so fucking big. I've been jostled, okay? I've looked like the ball in a pinball machine, baby, okay? Shit just gets south. And again, I'm a big bitch. I may not be tall, but I am rock solid, okay? When I'm in a bar and people are weaving and bobbing, I'm the bitch that doesn't move. <laughs> because I'm sturdy, <laughs> Okay. There's nothing worse. And I think I do carry my weight pretty well. Cause I genuinely don't think I look, I know that I'm not skinny, but I literally wear a fucking, I'm almost in my medium and shirts and crew necks again. And my jeans, I'm wearing 12s, <laughs> but I just am a fucking heavy bitch. I don't know. Is it all in my ass? Maybe, <laughs> but it's always so embarrassing when they talk about football players. Cause I, I don't know how it's so vastly different between people. Cause my mom and I, wear the same size in every fucking thing. Now, granted, my mom's almost 60 and doesn't do a lot with muscle stuff, so I have a lot more muscle than my mom. But she's like 165. We wear the exact same size in every fucking thing, yet there is 60 pounds difference between us. That's fucking insane. We're the same height too. Like, what the... F anyway, that's crazy. But all that I'm getting to, though, is it's always so fucking horrible because I love watching football, genuinely. I, I just... I, I enjoy football. And so when they're like, oh my God, look at that. 
they're like, look at that, <laughs> like tight end or something. 6'2", 220. He's a fucking unit. I'm like, bitch, I'm 5'4", 220. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's what killed me. Because I was like, dude, no, that makes no, f tattoos are f like, Anyway, so this, the, but he didn't use the verbiage that I'm going to say for the next one. So there was a trending sound from, I think her name's like Mads or Maddie, something like that. But there's a trending sound that was, she basically, we, everybody just kind of used one little part of it because she was talking about how she needed to put air in her tire. She's going to wait for her dad. And then she decided to do herself because she was like, boys do it. So I can't, it can't be like, how hard is it? Boys can do it. And then I said, how hard is it? Boys do it. And a lot of people have been using that as an empowering sound. I think it's fantastic. I did as well. And this guy commented and was said something along the lines here. Let me just fucking find it because I did comment back to it. And I will say a lot of people have been liking my comment because I don't understand. I don't understand them. I don't understand them at all. And somebody, somebody agreed with him. And I was like, you can't agree with them. What are you doing? Don't agree with them. <laughs> Okay, da da da. Sorry, I'm like awkwardly just. Let me just do 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 do. Okay, here we go. He said, "Yeah, but we can handle pain better. So how hard could it be? They wish they could do it." Again, and so the so the person who agreed with him said, "It is scientifically proven that women can handle internal pain better, but men can handle external pain better. They don't handle either better." Because when if it's an internal and you break their heart, they don't process it. And then they project it onto the next girl. And as far as the physical, have you ever seen a man with the common cold? Have you ever seen a man get hit in the nuts? Have, have you ever seen a man get his eyebrows waxed? <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you right now, it's pussy behavior. <laughs> oh my God. Tattoos are physical pain and every single tattoo artist will tell you that men don't take it better So maybe their bodies are built to take it better, but they're pussies. So they don't take it better <laughs> And so I told that guy I said I literally take hits from cows that are a thousand plus pounds every fucking day next Because that's so dumb to be like we don't handle pain I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm a fucking superhero and I just have no pain or I have the most insane pain tolerance ever. I do think pain tolerance does not depend on gender. I think it depends on person to person because I know my mom had all three kids, no pain meds. Okay. She didn't even pop an Advil. That bitch had us just natural. That's crazy. Okay. I, if I ever push one out, I'm gonna be like, put that epidural on me right now. Okay. Cause I don't think I, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I'm built for that. My mom built different. Okay. My mom got, had diverticulitis so bad that she dealt with the pain for so long, we only could take her finally in after she passed out from pain because her bowel had perforated and she was going full body septic. She was hours from fucking dying before we took her to the doctor because that's, she just can handle pain. And you're gonna look me in my eye and tell me that you think men are the stronger gender you're out of your goddamn mind. I will never accept that answer. You can bring me all the science you want, but I just, real life living this shit, no. There's no fucking way. No, I don't agree. Let me tell you this story because this is what I think. I don't know if it's maybe just because women can, I don't want to say compartmentalize the pain, but I feel like when men get hurt, it's, we have to stop. Hold. No, we're done. We got to take a minute and women can just keep fucking going. Like I said, I'm not telling this story to be like, I'm so fucking brave, strong. Oh my God. I'm an ogre. What I'm saying it is because... <laughs> Even my dad, so we were moving cows and we were trying to get them into a trailer and Salem, we sold her for this reason because she was crazy as shit when she got confined and it's very dangerous for this exact reason. So we're trying to get her in the trailer. We are not doing anything stressful. Like we are not pushing on her. We are not making loud noises. We are not doing anything to make her stressed. Some animals just, when they get in a confined space, they just get scared and it's fair. So you have to try to adjust. Well, when, as we were like, you know, getting her onto the trailer, I had my arms out, you know, you have to make yourself look bigger so that they don't run through you. And Salem rears up and kicks my forearm with all the power a cow has. And that's enough to kill a person. Like if a cow kicks you correctly, they could kill you. They could break your back. Like it's 
cows can kick hard, okay? It's fucking a lot. And I remember in that moment be thinking, I'm going to look down and there's not an arm because that's how, like, that's how insanely just that impact was. And I looked over my dad and my dad just makes that huge, just like, you okay? And I just said, I got to be because the cows are moving. So I just let that arm hang, grab the gate with him, like move it to where they get into the shoot. We shut the doors. I wire the gates. I get the job done. Then I go, fuck. (laughs) And I could not move my fingers for over an hour. That's how much nerve damage had happened. Like the whole, all of my muscle, all of my tissue, everything was bruised almost to the bone. Okay. I came very close to breaking it, the whole arm. Like she almost broke my radius and ulna completely in half. Didn't shed one fucking tear and got the job done because that's how women do it. Sorry. Sorry, men. Sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) Actually, no, I'm not. Women are badass creatures. I think people forget about birth because so many women do it. So they just think, oh, it's not that great. That's insane. Not only do you build a child in your body and your body, like some people have pretty good pregnancies. They're happy. They get, they don't have a lot of negative sides. Some people get every fucking symptom they can have and they're miserable for nine, 10 months. But the, that is whole child, eight pounds, just coming out your vagina. And we just don't act like that's not astounding. I still think it is. And I will always give you hype because that shit is insane. So this whole men are externally stronger and women are internally. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because I don't even care if you mean internally as in like we can handle the birth because we're meant to. No, it, that's still external. Okay. If my pussy rips to my asshole, that's ex- that's external. And I have to deal with that. They also usually stitch you up. No numbing. Um, if you don't have, if you don't have a epidural, they don't numb you before they stitch that back. So if you rip puss to ass, they'll just stitch it up real quick because you have so much adrenaline and you're holding your baby that you won't notice. If we tried to do that to men, they would literally have an uproar. We make chewable Viagra for men because taking a pill is too goddamn hard. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Are you actually shitting me? <laughs> Trying to come over here and be like, we're just externally stronger. No, the fuck you're not. I'm sorry. I will, I will die on that hill. <laughs> I will not accept. I will not accept this behavior anymore. Thank you. That is my rant on that because like I said, it's just crazy. We're just more. No, no, you're not. And that's okay. It's okay. Women have to be strong. We've been fucking look at, look at history and how like we have had to change things. And you tell me that women d- did not have to grow thick skin, did not. We've evolved. Of, maybe when we were first created, you guys were stronger, but we had to evolve to deal with a lot of shit. So I'm a... <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it. <laughs> and I'm so sorry because it's kind of out of pocket, but it came to my brain. But when he said that of like women can't take a punch or... Um, women are not as externally strong. You need to just, the clapback should be, tell that to the women in the 1950s who were getting beat every day by their husbands. Womp womp. (laughs) Sorry, that is out of pocket, but it's staying in. You know why? Because it's unhinged and it's feral and that's why it's in the goddamn name. (laughs) Because what the fuck? Okay, I'm not going to make you wait any longer. We're going to talk about the $6,000 dick story. Now, again, I will change names. This one actually has nothing to do with Tinder or Bumble, though. Well, I met the guy originally on Bumble, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll get into it. I'm going to change names um, because, like I said, I don't want them to be upset. I've, I've told this story on live forever ago because it's crazy, but it's such a niche story that they would have to expose themselves, okay? Because I've never talked about it. It's never been in a video. You never met the person that I'm talking about, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 okay? If they want to expose themselves, they can, but I wouldn't want to, but you know, it's up to them. I will change names. So I match with this guy. We will call him Derek. Okay. I match with this guy, Derek on Bumble and we talk and it was a terrible situation because Derek lied to me about when he broke up with his girlfriend. So here, excuse me, I didn't want to burp in your guys' freaking ears again, but here I am thinking he has been able to like heal some and everything. And he's working towards that. No, I healed him because he matched with me two days after he broke up with his long-term girlfriend, two 
goddamn days. What? We're not going into how shitty Derek was, though, okay? Because that would take a whole episode. (laughs) What we're getting at is we talked for three-ish months, uh, hung out. He came to my house. He was hunting here. And we had, like, a blowout, essentially, in the end of 2019 because I just was fed up with his shit. He wasn't treating me. He was disrespecting me and just he was a shit, you know? And so finally was just, no, leave me alone, done, blocked his number, okay? Well, then, uh, I think it was April. No, it had to have been at least May because I was working at my other job, not the bank. So May, June of 2020, I think it was May, May of 2020, we had Snapchatted a little bit. I can't remember why we started Snapchatting again, but we did a little bit, okay? I wasn't sure what the vibe was there. I didn't know what was happening, but... I don't know. I guess I was an idiot. <laughs> okay. We, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. So we start Snapchatting, but then immediately he's like, you worked at a bank, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, my brother, we need to give brother a name. We'll call brother, um, Dick. <laughs> Cause it makes sense. So Derek is like, cause he's living with Dick and another roommate, I think. And he's like, um, I think they all worked at the same place too. And he's like, Derek's like, Dick has these charges on his card for like, it's like, they're all equaling up to like $6,000 and we don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, how do we dispute this? Blah, 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 blah. So I go into a little bit of, you know, bank knowledge from when I worked at one and I was like, okay, well, like, you know, you need to look at the statements. You need to see where they're coming from. I said, the first thing I would do is I would cancel that card and I would try to put a hold on his account so they can't get any more money. And then I would go to the bank and you have to physically dispute them in part. Like they have to, you need to highlight which ones and they can try to dispute it and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, okay. So he hangs up and then he calls me back probably like 45 minutes later. And he's just like, Hey, um, yeah, so I don't think we can dispute them. And I was like, okay, what's going on? He's like, Dick made those charges. He just wouldn't tell us why he made those charges. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, guess what, bitch? I get to fucking know. <sighs> this man got scammed <laughs> in the funniest fucking way possible. <laughs> so what happened <laughs> is this fake aggressively fake because they sent me all the screenshots and stuff so I could be a um investigator because women are just better at that fun fact took me like three minutes to figure out exactly what happened but this Facebook page that is aggressively fake starts messaging dick and gets really sexual really quick and because he was probably I think he I don't even know if he was 21 yet at the time because he's the younger brother they're just always fucking bricked up so he just goes along with it and this Facebook user person asks him for a picture, a video. So this man, while driving a, while operating a vehicle, sends a video of his dick to this Facebook user. I think he said that she had sent something or... Oh, no, I'm sorry. They Facebook called. So like, I think Facebook has an option where you can do like almost like a FaceTime. And he said that there was a girl and she was kind of, you know, doing sexy things. I don't know. He didn't go to a lot of detail of that. So then he, again, while fucking driving, whips out his dick. And as soon as he whips it out, they immediately end the fucking call. Just end the fucking call. And then not even a few minutes later, they message him and they're basically blackmailing him. They're like, we have pictures and video of you dick in hand. We are going to send this and post this everywhere. These messages were, I wish I still had these messages because they were so fucking funny because the way that these people were talking was just hilarious. Like they were like, I've talked to, I've talked to my people. It's just, and it's because I don't want to make fun of them though. Cause I know it's now because I looked where the phone number originated and everything and they're not English isn't their first language and that's not their fault, obviously. But it was just so fucking funny that he did not realize what happened and how it was happening. So they had told him to send this money order to this person in fucking Africa. What was the name of the city? Oh my God. I can't remember the name of the city, but it was some kind of city in a country of Africa. Abjon? Abajon? I'm probably butchering it, but I I don't even want to search it because I know I'm probably wrong. It was something like Abajon. I don't know. And 
So he sent like a thousand dollars. And then they were like, okay, now send 2000. And he's like, I already sent you money. Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And they gave him like this weird sob story of one of them had a sick sister or something. And it was just weird. Like I said, I, he, they sent me all these messages. Cause I was like, I have to know every single fucking detail now because you told me. And so now I know. So Dick is freaking out because he doesn't want his dick everywhere. And so he keeps paying. And like I said, it got to where it was like $6,000. And so finally, I guess that was his, oh, because his dad, so his dad was still on his bank account because he was like, like I said, he was like 20. And so his dad's like, what the fuck are all these charges? So his dad's trying to be like, we need to get involved and we need to get to the bank and blah, blah, blah. So then they have to call the dad and be like, LOL, no, Dick's just stupid. And he's trying to keep his dick offline. <laughs> so... <laughs> I do a little bit of research. I, I research the, I try to look up cause they gave them a name to send the money order to. So I look up the money order. I look up the bank that they told them to send to. And I look up and literally as soon as I search like the Abjon or whatever, like African city, it's literally like, this is one of the number one places that people are getting scammed out of. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so I look, I look up the bank and everything and I figure out what's going on. And so then <laughs> I explained it to the guys. I'm like, listen, you are not going to be able to get your money back. The only way you would be able to is I said, this is an, cause I looked into it a little bit. Cause at this point I'm fucking curious too. So I think I looked into it a little bit on like the federal side. And I was like, you can put out investigation. I said, but it's going to be really fucking expensive because you have to pay for legal. I believe in the States and over there. And then they're going to have to basically set up to catch these people. Like getting the money order and physically checking that they are those people and then they have to pursue them for that money back so it's obviously not going to be worth your time and I explained how that city it says that there's a lot of fraud stuff that happens there and like especially at that one bank and blah 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 so then fucking Derek I'm on the phone with him telling him and Dick is listening he's like hey our dad wants our dad's calling and he doesn't know what's going on I'm just gonna let him talk to you and just hangs up on me so then I get a call Mind you, again, never met these parents. They have no idea who I am. I'm just a random girl that is fucking down there. It's just, hello, Lacey. This is, I don't even remember their dad's name, but this is blank blank. And we are Dick and Derek's parents. Apparently you have information on what's going on. So I explain, I'm like, listen, your son's an idiot. <laughs> Straight up. I was like, you could try to pursue and get your money back, but you're probably going to end up spending way more money and legal and it's going to be a big headache. And I don't think it's going to be worth the $6,000. I just don't because he straight up agreed to pay that like he sent those. So the bank is not going to allow you to dispute it because as soon as that kick, it kicks back, because obviously everything, at least like I said, from working in a bank in the United States, I don't know if it's the same over in, um, like that city, uh, that state country, the country inside of Africa. I don't remember which one it is, but I, I can't remember, but I was like, they have a record of that money order being scanned. And so it's going to show his signature and the fact that he co-signed it by signing it. They're going to be like, yeah, no, we can't dispute this. You knew it was happening. So you can't go that route. The only other route would be to go the fact that they're blackmailing him, but I don't know how that holds up legally. Cause again, I am not a lawyer. The only reason they came to me is because I had worked at a bank. Um, but they, I was like, I don't know how much legal holds of blackmail since he was on the phone and kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. So the dad is like, okay, so basically I said, basically you're out six K. I said, he's out six K. And as far as the um, threats go, I said, I don't know what to do there. I was like, I don't know if you can, you know, I don't know if you can get the cops involved. I was like, I don't know. I have no idea how this works because obviously they are threatening and blackmailing him, but I don't know. Like I, he needs to stop spent sending money. So I call Derek and Dick back and I'm like, I don't know what the repercussions are going to be, but you cannot send another cent because they're just going to keep asking for money and just holding it over your head. So I don't know what they're talking about. I said, but I guess, you know, if they post it on Facebook or YouTube, cause they were saying, we're going to put this in every publication and on YouTube, like just crazy stuff. I was like, but you're going to just have to accept and do damage control as in, you know, reporting if it does come up this, that, and the other. When I tell you these people 
went straight for the goddamn jugular. I am not fucking kidding. Because he told them they asked for more money. He said, I'm not sending you more money. I've sent you almost $6,000. I'm not sending you any more money. And they were like, well, blah, 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 like we're going to post this in publications, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay. They did not post it anywhere. They did something much worse. <laughs> Whoever these people were took that video of him jaying his D and sent it. They looked through his friends list and they sent it to his ex-girlfriend, his mother, and both his grandmothers. <laughs> not the most savage shit you could ever fucking do oh my god he told me that and i was like you're fucking joking you're fucking joke they what they said and he was like yeah they sent it to my fucking ex-girlfriend my mom and my grandmas they got a video of me jaying my d and i was just like my brother that is that is tough that's fucking rough. Oh, God. I just... <sighs> That's fucking tough. That's fucking tough. I just... I just... I don't know. We need a moment after that. Because I'm just, again... I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it again of just imagining you date this guy. <laughs> and then you get a message from this random Facebook user... And you just get a video of him jacking off in his car. <laughs> or imagine you're his fucking grandma. And you're like, oh my God, what's my sweet baby dick doing? And you're just like, oh my God. And I'm like, I can't. <sighs> okay. Okay, I think we're okay now. <sighs> so we're going to slide on in to the, these the fish y'all talking about? Because of course, I'm chronically on dating apps. Because for you. I'm actually currently a little brokenhearted and sad, if I'm not going to lie. So I'm on Tinder kind of just not even really, not even like actively try. Like, obviously I'm having good conversations and if a guy would want to meet up, I would definitely want to. But your girl kind of got her heart broken a little bit by a guy who doesn't even know <laughs> that she was in love with him. So it's, <laughs> it's whatever. Um, so anyway, let's read these bios and stuff. This one, I don't understand the... I don't understand the first sentence because it's about me as the kind of guy that loves a steak medium rare and won't apologize for it. <laughs> he acts like he's just like so many people are just like he is at a he acts like he was at a Texas roadhouse. And he's and they're like, oh, how do you want that coat? And he's like, medium rare. And the, the waiter is just like <laughs> spits on him as fuck you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then it continues to say, church on Sundays, convinced I'll marry the next girl I go on three dates with. That's a hot take. That's a hot fucking take. Convinced I'll marry the next girl I go on three days. Three? Only three? And then it says, love dancing to country music, so you'll be sure to fall for me when I spin you around. Love a day of hiking, playing volleyball, or coaching baseball. That part's fine. That part's fine. The like the dancing to country music part's kind of corny, but like it, that's okay. I'm just am really <laughs> against stupid shit like that. This one isn't. He's not bad. It's just crazy to me how different the dating sphere is for men versus women. Because this man has just snapped me, and his Snapchat waiting around isn't my style. Women could never. We could never. We could fucking never, never put that in our bios because, oh my God, oh my God. I remember my friend when she was on Tinder, she said that not only would men like, because you can obviously um, have your Instagram connected to your profiles so that people can make sure you're a real person. And so not only would men go there and DM a shit ton, but unfortunately her username for her Instagram and her Snapchat were the same. So then she had a bunch of random men at like, they have went out and sought it. So like, could you imagine the fucking chaos that we would get if we put our, and I've seen some men put their phone numbers. I'm like, you might be, just put your address, just put your fucking address and your fucking social security. Just, just put it all in there. Why not? 
I'm sorry. I just, I took a break, but <laughs> just took a second to figure out what it was. I was reading this one in my head to figure out what it is that made me want to screenshot it. And I honestly, I'm very in touch with my emotional side and love to cuddle. I love cuddling just as much as the next bitch. But when grown men <laughs> say it in their bios, it gives me the ick. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Cause that is one of those, I have no reason to, but just like the, I, I don't know. I feel bad because it's just, it's me being mean to men for just being like more vulnerable. And, but <laughs> me want cuddle. I can't do that. Like if it was a man who I had been seeing or had been on dates with and he was like, I want to cuddle. That's fine. But just reading it on a fucking bio and I don't know anything about you, I'm disturbed. <laughs> he said not interested in a hookup, only interested in intimate conversations and women who want babies. <laughs> this man's like, I want kids now. Mm -mm. I'm good. This one was really funny. This one made me cackle out loud and it might make me do it again while I'm reading this. <laughs> this guy says, I bring him. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do it as soon as I start it. He says, I bring a sort of silly goose vibe to the table that the other serious geese don't really like. <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny. <gasps> that is so fucking funny. Oh my God. That shit gets me in my giggle dick. This one I was genuinely confused by. I have no idea what's going on. So if like anyone has insight, please let me know. I'm going to try to read it, but it's one of those things where I, there's a lot of commas and dot 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 isn't that an ellipsy oh my god ew that felt disgusting isn't an ellipsy when it's dot 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 is that what it's called i don't know but he only used two so i guess that's not i don't know but let's just get into it i am me you can tell as much by recognizing that i exist hello next potential love interest would you judge me i'd judge you can you blame me though let's go for a hike is that from you now that i'm re now that i'm reading it out loud is that from you I don't know. That just feels like some shit Joe Goldberg would say. <laughs> and then he said, let's go for a hike and maybe a drink or hang out by the lake. No, I don't know which one. I was just thinking about you being close to me. What is happening in this bio? I genuinely have no fucking idea. Oh, this one I love. This was a king. This is a king energy here. It says pros. Love Taylor Swift. My couch is velvet-ish. Great conversationalist and obsessed with drag shows. An icon. Cons. I'm a straight white man. <laughs> sorry oh my god and then he put looking for someone who's into star wars social justice and wants me to cook for them after a long day at work i'll propose right now <laughs> right fucking now right fucking now that was good okay i'm sorry you just can't tell me it's not all right let's get to some more <laughs> this one the first part is just another stupid thing that got me. He says, get you a man with little Bob the Builder in him. <laughs> he said, love, love working with my hands. Need a girl that loves going camping in mud. And, not me. I'll be honest. I think I match with that guy. But yeah, not me. I, I'm fine with mud, but I'm not a camper. Um, I'm a prissy bitch when it comes to the water that I will swim in and the place that I will sleep. Those are two things that are non-negotiable for me personally. But anyway, this guy, uh, <laughs> this one's funny. <laughs> he says, someone told me I should try putting myself out there. So I downloaded this app. In hindsight, I think I should have put myself out in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> this is another funny one. This guy says, my chin to chest napping ability is dad quality already. <laughs> Oh, this one's fucking funny, too. This guy has Thomas More football, 19, small wiener, huge personality. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's so fucking funny. Oh, God, what am I doing? Ah, what am I doing? Okay, there we go. I'm out of there. I got scared for a fucking second. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't get out of my pictures. There was a lot of shit going on. I was stressed. As you could probably tell by my voice in this video. This video. This audio. What the fuck am I saying? Anyway. That's the that's the fish that we're dealing with here. You know, that's the fish. Speaking of fish, I went to the aquarium yesterday. It was very fun. Um, my best friend and I took her two kids. And honestly, I think we had more fun than the two kids. Straight up. I was in there like, I remember why I love the aquarium. I just love looking at some animals, dude. I do. The penguins get me lit every fucking time. A lot of people notice when I do videos in my room, if I'm wrapping doja in here or something, I have like a penguin shrine. And it's because I love penguins. And so 
people usually always give me like have gotten me stuffed penguins. I haven't bought, I don't think a single one myself. I think they're all gifts from people, but yeah, it's just kind of been my thing. I just love them. They're just so funny. They're awkward. I like the way they walk and move and they're just fun to watch. Literally the penguin exhibit that's at the aquarium. I could have sat there and watched them a couple hours. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I should be ashamed or not to admit that, but I think I could have because they're just so fucking funny. They just do weird shit and I love them for it. But it was funny because when we got to the um, aquarium, Julie's like, I only brought one stroller and she has an almost three-year-old and then a five-month-old. So she was like, I'll just put the five-month-old in, like, we'll just take her car seat, put it on the stroller. And then the three-year-old will just walk free, just roam. And I was like, girl, you know, your three-year-old's not that kind of three-year-old. I said, get the wrap out. I'm a baby wear the five-month-old put the three-year-old in the, in the fucking um, stroller. So that's what we did. I literally walked around the entire aquarium with that baby strapped to my chest like Doja. <laughs> and then she had the stroller for the three-year-old because she did get out a lot to go look at things and stuff. But then she also would take need to be back in the stroller because kids just don't want to walk that much. And like, I get it. I also wish that I had somebody just pushing around all my shit. And then every time I was like, mm, I don't want to walk anymore. I could just sit and they just wheel me around. Wouldn't that be just the dream? But yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty good time. Pretty good time. Um, I, I enjoyed the aquarium. I never know. I'm always on the fence of if aquariums slash zoos are good or bad because I know a lot of do a lot of do's. <laughs> I was going to say zoos do, and it came out do's. A lot of zoos do a lot of rehabilitating, and they have brought back some species that have been endangered, and I know they do some conservation efforts, but I'm also on the fence because I'm like, I just don't know, you know? I went to, I think it's called, it's up in, was it northeast or northwest? I don't know. It's It was like several hours from my house, I remember, but it's called like the wild. And it's an experience where they have, you are in the cage essentially, and you drive out and you get to see the animals just in a big space where they get to be out in the wild. And I feel like that is really good. But again, like I said, I know a lot of zoos do good things to, I don't know. I've, I don't know. I know that SeaWorld can get fucked. I know that one is no, but then zoos and aquariums, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Should I be giving them my money? I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> but it was fun though. I do like seeing all the fish. I am 27 and I still go, it's Dory. It's Marlin. Because I don't think you ever grow out of that. I don't think you do. I think that's just the way that you will refer to those animals for the rest of your life. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. You know, they are not clownfish. That is Nemo and his father, Marlin. And you can, I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry when I tell you I'm so excited for this king of the internet. I just found him, but I am obsessed with him. And I'm so happy because I followed him and then I liked the first video I found. And so he's just been popping up a lot right now. And I, like, I, I'll just, I'll share. Okay. So we're just, we're going, you're going to listen to some of these and obviously you won't be able to watch them, but I will give you a brief synopsis of what's happening because I think his conversation is the funniest. So first I want to tell you, his name is Derek Downey Jr. And I think that's his actual name. So it's Derek Downey Jr. That's his username. He has 1.1 million followers. I'm only telling you that so that you know you're getting the right one. This man <laughs> has like a fucking clubhouse. He has, I'm assuming, I've only from the videos I've watched, it looks like he lives in like some kind of apartment building where he has, is it called a terrace where you have that it's like, um, like, oh, it's not, not a patio, but kind of where he has like a sliding glass door and he's got a good bit of area out there for, you know, outdoor furniture. He could probably put a grill or something and it's kind of like having a little, um, balcony essentially, but it's, you know, whatever this man put fake grass. And then he also has this like entire clubhouse that he has built. I don't know if he built it actually. I don't know if he built or bought it, but it's this entire clubhouse and he has these squirrels that come hang out and he, it's so, just listen to the way he talks to them. Hang on. It, I literally, when I, I watched this last night and like I said, your girl's been in her sad bitch hours the last couple of days. That's why Julie took me to the aquarium. <laughs> and when I tell you that this made, like, this video made me just bust out fucking laughing. All nuts broke loose when Richard pulled up to his crib and saw Hood Rat Raymond. Hood Rat Raymond is what he, 
Fat Raymond is so fucking funny. Anyway. So one of the squirrels was just chilling and then another one came up and then they got into a quarrel and he his reaction is fucking hysterical and it's just oh my god i i can't explain to you how much oh nuts bro. <laughs> where's the other one that i liked because he was talking about the pregnant squirrel oh god Girl, you are showing where my other phone i can't get it out fast enough hold on huh. mm. look at that look at that Stomach just as full as it wanna be. Girl. Wow. This man, I, I don't know how to explain to you how. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. I don't, it's just between the commitment to just genuinely be, because I don't know if it's because I grew up in a very rural area. Or if this is something that a lot of people can relate to in other demographics, but especially as young kids and teenage boys, they think it's like funny to be mean to animals, like intentionally swerve to hit a squirrel or a raccoon on the road, or, you know, they think it's funny to like torture barn cats or cats that aren't necessarily like a pet, you know, like if it's a, maybe a, just a stray cat that runs around the neighborhood. It's just so weird that that, that was just behavior that they thought was cool and funny and like, I don't know, acceptable. And I always remember being so appalled by it. Cause I was just, um, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm like, you know what they say is one of the first signs of a sociopath <laughs> they're fucking torture animals bitch why would you do that so I first find it very it's one of my biggest I don't want to say turn-ons because it's not like it's a sexual thing it's more of a turn-on as in just like I will fall for somebody very easily if they are genuinely very compassionate and kind towards animals and ch kids as well like there's nothing hotter than watching a man be a good dad or a good uncle okay I'm sorry but like shit anyway <laughs> Um, but like when they just, so if they were to come to my house, if they get on the floor and are like playing with my little dog drama or they're letting the Huskies love on them and they give that, they get into the baby voice and they're just like, look at this. Oh my God. I will. I, mm -mm. It's, I'm like, I will propose at that moment because I just, like I said, I feel like there's this like tough guy nonsense. So if you melt for an animal. I love that. So I feel like that's kind of this situation because these are technically like wild animals, obviously. A lot of people consider squirrels to be a pest. And the fact that this man has made a clubhouse for them is feeding them nuts and then now checking in on the pregnant one and naming them things like Hood Rat Raymond, the pregnant squirrel's name's Maxine. I just, this is a whole thing that I have now become obsessed with. I'm going to probably go and watch all of his videos um, once I'm done with this podcast episode because, man man, that shit is good to me. Oh my God. Derek Downey Jr. has just, he has just done it. He has some of the best content I think I've ever seen on this app. Genuinely. Uh, national. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even look. So you know how on TikTok you can have like playlists to put videos in? Well, the first one he has is national nibble graphic. <laughs> then he has the daily nibble. He has Cook with Derek Downey Jr. Oh my God, Andy can cook. God bless. An unboxing, squirrel talks, straight off the dome, and comedy. You know this man's fucking funny. I know he is without even, I have not seen a single video where he like purposely was trying to be funny. And I know that he's just one of the funniest motherfuckers I've probably ever met. Because just the way that he interacts with the squirrels, oh, his face alone, when he, those squirrels got into a tussle. It's one of his most recent videos. Well, eh, this is going up pretty fairly, like fairly recent. It's one of his most recent videos is the one where uh, Hood Rat Raymond shows up. Right now it has 5.3 million views. I don't, it, it should have more by the time you can go look at it. But <sighs> when I tell you, I, oh, okay. So yeah, he said he was, so this video is one of his pinned ones and it shows him making renovations to Richard's house. So I'm assuming, oh yeah, cause he said Richard was cool until Hood Rat Raymond showed up. So I'm assuming Richard must be the OG squirrel that, that made this man do this kind of thing. So 
he uh has this like i said it's a cute little fucking like probably a dog i would assume it's maybe a dog house i don't know he also has a tiny little oh my god shut up he's putting tiny little cabinets in it like it's a fucking oh my god he has a kitchen oh there's a fireplace you shut your goddamn mouth and a, he has a rug oh my god it's a little fake fridge he's putting lights in there like the little led strip lights i oh my god this is the most fantastic thing I've ever... Like I said, I hadn't even watched this one yet. Oh, and he's putting like a little wise kind of camera in there. That's fun. I bet that footage is so cute. See, I literally... I I only had to see like two videos from this man to be like, that is the king of the internet. That is. Straight up. That is great. That is amazing. Amazing. This man is just the father of squirrels. And... I love that for him and I am obsessed with him and I need you guys to all go check him out because he is phenomenal and I love his work. I love his work. I love what he does for the squirrels. I love, I love his work with the squirrel community. <laughs> oh my God. This was a great, this was a great episode. You know, this was just fantastic. Doja was just up there napping the whole time. She didn't do a single thing to bother mom. Look at her go. It must just be the evenings then, which makes sense because Doja does usually get like Feral want to play around 7 p.m. And that has been typically when I've been filming. So I need to just try to get the episodes filmed earlier in the day then because then she's just chilling. She's just napping on her little four leaf clover um, cat tree. There we go. Can't make words. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I know that it's all over the place as every single fucking podcast episode is. But like I said, I would love to have, whether it be with the email. So like I said, the email, I'll put it in the bio, but it's just tell the FCB. I was going to be like feral cow bitch something, but you can't have the word bitch in your email. So that's rude. <laughs> I literally just tried to have something and that was like, you can't, that's, that's inappropriate. And I was like, God damn it. And I didn't want to have to change it from the name because you know what I mean? So like I said, the email is tell the FCB at gmail.com. I will put it in the bio, but we can literally talk about anything. Okay. You can ask cow questions or nerdy questions, questions about agriculture or anything in the industry. We can do advice and we can, you know, if you want, I don't know. I don't know how good at advice I'll be, but I'll try. And then also, like I said, dating apps, weird conversations or weird profiles, send them my way, please we will make this interactive because I did do a couple YouTube videos way back where I had people tell me their most crazy dating stories. And those are pretty good. Those are pretty solid. And because I know that <laughs> obviously I'm not the only one that has crazy dating stories. I just feel like I have a lot, you know, I feel like everyone probably if you've dated online or like dated often, you've probably have at least one date that went kind of awry. Oh my God, I need to tell the one about my one friend's date. I need to make sure. I, well, I don't have to give I will. I'll make sure she's okay with me telling it. But I'll also see, because I don't even know that guy's name. I just know my best friend's name, obviously, but that shit was wild. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you enjoy the chaos as per usual. And thank you so much for listening and being a part of this journey because your girl really likes being a podcaster straight up. This is really fucking fun. And like I said, I've already looked into avenues of like a potentially another podcast. And then I am, I do have my artist right now working on merch so that we can hopefully get some feral cow bitch merch because it's getting pretty serious, <laughs> but thank you so much. I really appreciate all of you guys listening and supporting me. Love you. Bye.